Guys, welcome back to another episode of Triple Cross Podcast, baseball edition. We are back at it again uh, with my friends Casey and Warren, and we are going a little international flavor today. So uh, stick around and uh, you'll see what we got on the uh, international front. We'll be right back after this short message. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast Baseball Edition. Uh, we are going to go international today, and I am here with my two good friends, Casey and Warren. Again, the baseball guys. I'm so happy to have them both. Um, welcome back to the show, guys. I appreciate you both jumping on. Um, I know this is uh, maybe a little random opening question. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but, uh, to kick it off, I want to know Casey, what was your most recent Amazon purchase and why? Yeah, I think my most recent Amazon purchase is probably the like big crate full of monster energy drink, (laughs) uh, because we basically, uh, we drink that like it's coffee around here. Uh, we, by we, I mean me. Uh, so yeah, I, I, if, if you know, John and myself, we're drinking monsters like all day long, basically. So. What's your flavor? I like the ultra white, the best, the kind of like white and silvery looking can, uh, right now I'm drinking some of the like light blue and silver, the ultra blue. So yeah, okay. the ultra color, the ultra flavors are the best. Okay. Now a little plug to monster in case yeah. they want to come on and you know, uh, you know, maybe maybe be a sponsor one day. Who knows? You know, just throwing it out there. We'll open the uh, door for that. Why not? Yeah, we'll open. Why not? Yeah, Warren, are are you a monster drinker at all? Uh, no, I, I can't say that I am. I I don't do energy drinks. I just do a huge, huge quantity of cold brew coffee, and that gives me all of the caffeine I could possibly handle. So okay, fair enough. Well, what what was your most recent Amazon purchase? Now that we know Casey is heavily into monster please enlighten us on what your most recent one was i was not aware this question was coming i I didn't want to come off or i don't want to come off like a dork but my most recent amazon purchase was an automatic um cat litter scooper uh Mm. litter pod which uh syncs up to bluetooth which is amazing uh named it you have to name it when it syncs up to Bluetooth. So I named it Marriage Saver. Um, <laughs> and the idea is that I never have to scoop my wife's cat shit again. Okay. <laughs> so what, why didn't you, why is this a more like a recent purchase? Rather, what, shouldn't this been done like six months ago, a year ago? Or is that, did you just have that new epiphany in your head? Recently? Oh, hindsight's 2020. Should have, could have, would have. I, I only found out about this thing recently. And, okay. uh, Yo, fingers crossed it works. The cats, honestly, they will run up to it and watch it rotate in the bin and just like move their poop around. They're just like, what is going on? Um, <laughs> but again, I don't have to scoop and that's awesome. 
Fair enough. That's well, if anyone who has a cat, I, I guess, Warren, this is a testimonial too to people that have cats that uh, they should probably get this. Yeah, but I won't say the brand until they pay me to do it. So, okay. <laughs> smart man, smart man. You know, well, Warren, uh, better, better to scoop up your wife's cat shit than your wife's shit. So, you know, at least, <laughs> at least it could be worse, you know? Could be always worse. But this thing, it, it, hopefully it's amazing. The way, the way they sold it to us, the marketing was great. So fingers crossed. Let's hope for my sake. Well, we both learned a tremendous amount of, about both of you just now. And uh, all of the viewers and watchers, uh, we now have more insight into Casey and Warren's life, besides their love for baseball, of course. Uh, before we get into the show, we do have to call out a few of our sponsors. Uh, so sponsor number one, big thank you to Perk Chinos. Perk Chinos, uh, they make your booty look great. Uh, Warren, uh, I may be getting you some for your birthday because we need to, we need to get your booty in, in shape here. We, when you're walking around town with me, I want to make sure that you get some looks uh, even though you are, you know, happily married, I just, you know, it, it, you know, I just the little, uh, little people like some eye candy once in a while. So uh, right now, if you buy uh, buy two, you get one free. Uh, link is in the description. Make sure you check it out. Um, also, we're sponsored by Yeats Sunglasses. Uh, that's Y E E T Z Sunglasses. Um, so head over there for 10% off, use code belly up for 10% off. Um, we are also giving away two free tickets to an MLB game this year. Um, the, the link is in the description. So click on that link, fill out all the information. You're going to be entered, uh, into win two free tickets to an MLB game, uh, this year. Today we are giving away a $25 gift card for for every 25 likes we get on our YouTube video. So make sure you like the video, subscribe, and then uh, we will be doing a for sure a giveaway. If we even if we don't hit 25 likes, we're going to be doing a giveaway on playback. Um, so the link is in the description to go to playback.tv. Um, so yes, that is all you need to know. Did the sponsors, we did the intros, and now we can finally get into the show. Um, I am going to intro this a little bit as a fantasy recap, if you will. Um, I know Warren is is into the fantasy. We're all in the fantasy right now, and we are seeing some some new blood in the fantasy world that's kind of taking shape. Warren, I'll kick it over to you. Talk to me about what you're seeing in the fantasy world. Um, go ahead, please. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, last few years, we've had a very similar cast of characters in the first round draft. If you're looking at your Mookie Betts, your Mike Trout. This year, however, we might be seeing the beginning of a sea change in terms of who's producing stats at the top of the leaderboard. We have Acuna followed by a Rosarena, Wander Franco, Bo Bichette, Vlad Jr. shortly behind him. All of these guys are incredibly young. And I kind of wonder if we're seeing a little bit of the changing of the guards here. It's, it's an interesting time to be a baseball fan 
especially right now with the Rays and, and everything that they're doing. But uh, it's, uh, it's kind of topsy-turvy out there. I know I personally drafted Mike Trout this year and wish I had gone for a different option that is topping a leaderboard right now. Yeah, it's a good point you bring up. I mean, is it ever, like in the fantasy landscape, is it ever – I'm trying to think of who's been, like, consistent year after year that you could always count on recently, at least. Like, back in the day, uh, you know, if you had Ken Griffey Jr., you're fine, right? Like, he's going to produce year in, year out. Uh, but now there is a little bit of a change. Um, uh, it's a good take. I do, but these new guys that are that are up right now, they are really, I mean, taking taking storm. And Outman, let's talk about Outman on the Dodgers, right? Possible <laughs> NL Rookie of the Year. He got NL uh, uh, NL what, Player of the Month last month. I know, I know, you, you you don't you're hating on that, Warren, but don't forget about Outman. I mean, come on, Casey. Do you have any uh, any of those guys on your fantasy team by chance? New young guys in particular on my squad. Um, let's see. I mean, I probably have a few who could qualify, but I think right now it's early enough in the season still mixed with, you know, so many rule changes that I think we've all realized that there's not just direct results that have impacted the league from the rule changes. There's like ripple effects. You know what I mean? The pitch right. clock, the bigger bases, it's changing the game just as we know it. So I think with a little bit of like a true passing of the guard kind of happening anyway, just with like a certain generation aging to the advanced age in uh, of players, let's say, uh, with new talent coming up, with new rules, new things like that, it's just enough of a shakeup in baseball to where I don't think this is too much of a surprise to see some new guys kind of break out. It's not like they're the guys we weren't really expecting to anyway. But I think it makes sense that they're super adaptable right now because they haven't they maybe haven't even kind of gotten used to what the old MLB game was. And the guys who were so used to that are maybe the ones who are struggling a little bit more right now. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm 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 actually just checking my team to see besides Outman who I have. If I oh, I have Boba Shad. Let's go. Well, there you go. Yeah, you go. I mean, there you go. Yeah, I mean, how do you uh, not know who's on your team? Well, you know what, Warren? <laughs> this isn't 1998 when I was like 13 years old and checking five times a day. <laughs> I do have I have Yoshida, so I guess he would count for sure as like okay. one of those young guys. I don't know if he's still – he started out very hot to the season. I don't know if he's kept on that same pace exactly, but I think he's definitely well within this like new baseball, like the, the, the good rookies, you know? Right, right. Well, Warren, since you're, uh, you're pointing out that I may not check my fantasy team every day, who's on your team? Any stars on your team? Please enlighten us. Are you talking about the, the Triple Cross League or, or generally? Because I, I do have well, some players that I'm particularly not, pr- not proud necessarily, but that I, that I bet on and mm-hmm. that have, have worked out so far this year for me. Cedric who's Mullins. Okay. Cedric Mullins. Uh, Jared Kalenic out in seattle mm-hmm. he's he's been uh he's like a i don't know what you call it a, a post-hype sleeper uh he was sure. a highly touted prospect and and had some hard times and then you know has has come through this year uh bryce harper was a great deal got him in the ninth round because yeah. nobody thought he'd be wow. back this early in the ninth but, round holy cow yeah That's in the ninth crazy. round and then yeah. anytime you look at the tampa bay rays you got your brandon Lau. um 
your Yandy Diaz. I don't have Diaz, but uh, I do have Brandon Lau. He's had a little bit of a rough patch over the last couple of weeks, but I mean, he, he hits in the middle of that lineup and everybody in that lineup smacks. So he's yeah. got people on base all the time. It's uh, what the Rays are doing is insane. <laughs> I saw a great, I saw a great statistic that uh, God, what was it? They had a series against the Mets and, and Verlander and Scherzer are paid more combined than like, the entire Rays team and yeah. <laughs> anyway that's crazy do you think the Rays could go for the record like do you think they could win 117 games this year Casey you're saying no Casey, Casey, I, you're shaking so. your head. <laughs> I just don't think so like it's nothing against them it's just it's again it's just too early in the season to be talking like that in my opinion again there has been a huge shakeup in baseball. The whole sport is a little different uh, opposed to any other year in the past. But yeah, I'm not ready to call for a new like all-time wins leader team. Like that's just okay. I I think that's you know unless they're within striking distance 75 percent of the way through the season or more, I don't even think you entertain that conversation yet. It's just too you could look so silly with egg on your face by the end of the season if they have some kind of monumental kind of right. collapse. So. Warren, what's your thought on that? So here's how it could happen and what's working in their favor. The way that the schedule has changed and shifted out so that they play an equal number of other teams and they're not stuck in the AL East. If they were stuck in the AL East, they'd be a 90 to 95 win team. If you unleash them on the rest of the league, I don't know what happens. And that's one thing I'm really curious to see about this year just in in terms of the overall league and how it shakes out is is the augmented schedule and the lack of of division focus uh like i mean if if my san francisco giants get to play the the nl central a whole lot it's gonna be good it's gonna be good (laughs) yeah it is true with the new shakeup of the schedule it definitely changes the dynamic um yeah i don't know we'll see the rays are a threat for sure without a doubt um so we'll have to see how it all shakes out um, wanted to move on real quick. I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but Mookie Betts um, did not stay at the hotel with the rest of the team in Milwaukee because there's been talks of it being haunted. Um, so shout out to the the travel secretary of the Dodgers, Scott Akasaki, for setting up Mookie Betts in a different, in an Airbnb. (laughs) First of all, hold on. Let's pause for a second. If there's a haunted like hotel and you're, you're an MLB team, like, can we just stay away from that? Like altogether? Why are we choosing? Why are we choosing that? Like that shouldn't even be on, on like in the radar. Right. Warren, am I right? And as soon as the first domino falls and Mookie Betts says, I'm sorry guys. You know, I just don't want to risk it. How does anybody else on the team stay there? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> I, I mean, I would be if I was if I was on the Dodgers and Mookie was like, I'm not, I'm out. I'm like, I'm everyone's out. Like, I, there's no way, right? Like, Mookie, I'm staying, get I'm me st- an Airbnb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I get that. Um, I think honestly, per- personally, I I don't subscribe to the whole like supernatural thing. So if I was like, the hotel's haunted. Oh no, watch out! Like, I don't think I'd buy into it, but. If there are rumors that a hotel is haunted and that hotel happens to be named the Fister, 
Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to say, Hey, let's not take our chances. How about that? So <laughs> I'll pass you. I'll, I'll join Mookie in the uh, Airbnb, I guess. That's an aspect I hadn't considered before. That's a good point though. You got to look at all the angles. This yeah, is a new game. Yeah. Like we talked about it. Baseball has changed. I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. Like you can literally stay at any hotel. You have basically unlimited budget and you're choosing this. There must be, there must be a reason why they're choosing that hotel. Like there's, either, obviously, there's obviously a, a history at the Fister, so right. But like, all right, or at least give like, let's split up. Uh, I don't know. Let's go to the like, let's book rooms at the Fairmont or the Marriott or the Hilton or something. Like, give the players the option. Bro, you're talking about to... Milwaukee. Yeah, I know. What's I've been the, there. You want to go to like the nice Motel Six? Like, I, I don't know what's <laughs> hey, up there. Don't. Hey, Milwaukee's nice. Okay, I don't know if you've been. It's 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 very homey. Okay, it's like a mini Chicago. Um, hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I, I I don't know. I think I think Scott Akasaki could a little bit up his uh, game there. Get away from the the spooky hotels. A little bit. That's all I'm saying. Um, do you guys have any like superstitions? Or are you like, I know Casey, you said that you're not into that realm. Warren, are you are you superstitious or like, do you have ghost thoughts like in weird areas or places? No, I, I don't have ghost thoughts, but I, I think there's like a fine cut here. Like I, I've worn the same socks for like a three week winning streak. Like okay. And that got real, real grody, but we were winning. Mm. So like, what are you going to do? Right. Uh, some, some things you just have to do for the sake of not changing what you're doing and it's working. So okay. I, you know, call that superstitious if you want, but that's, that's what, my perspective. That's what I'd subscribe to too. It's like not, nothing like supernatural, but superstitious. I mean, I can get aboard that too. Usually it's still going to be a little bit more game oriented stuff. Like I've brought up before when I was a kid playing ball, I would do like the Nomar like toe tap thing. Just like once if if you do that and then something cool happens one time, you're never not doing it again. So same thing with like glove pats, you know, like creeping in in the infield. You know, if you're like I do three, maybe four glove pats, like you're doing the same amount. If right. a good thing yeah. happens, everything like that. Practice swings like before you. I mean, I'll get superstitious like that, but nothing outside of like the field of play. I don't think. And okay. and, and not to get like super you know macro with it, but that's that's why baseball is reflective of life. We all have little things that we just turn to that are comforting that, you know, take us through day to day. There's no rhyme or reason for it, but we do it and we call it superstition or, or other things. Baseball is, is just a microcosm of that three gloves, tap, three glove taps, four glove taps, whatever it is. That's, that's beautiful. Well, uh, Warren, I'm glad I wasn't with you during that three-week span where you wore the same socks. Um, that's all I have to say because, uh, yeah, that would have been a little ugly. Was that recently or was that like a while ago? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> um, porque no los dos. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I had a rally I needed recently, so I did like a couple of weeks of, of no sock change and like was kicked out of bed by my wife. That was not cool. Um, mm, but what I was okay. thinking about was was in college, and, and you were around. I, I think oh, I, I think I hit you in the face with one of the orange socks that I I had been <laughs> just like wow. wow. Okay, clouded dust. That would that would explain a lot of stuff. What's going on right now in my. Uh, uh, it was my allergies then. I guess it still is, is with me. 
Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Kenley Jansen hit 400 saves, and he's throwing 99 miles an hour, right? So let's just pause on this for a second. Um, that's impressive, right? That is that is like getting up there. That's number seven on the all-time list of, of all-time saves. Um, Want to know your thoughts on, like, where does he fit in the all-time closer list? Where, where, is, where is he low? Even though he's the seventh all-time, like, how, how is he ranked? Warren, what are your thoughts on Kenley? Um, I, I want to lead with, I, I hope that he found a mechanical fix that gave him an extra five to seven miles an hour that he never had even at his prime. Uh, I hope that's what it is. Uh, I, I trust his pitching staff, uh, pitching coach staff. Um, as far as an all-time save, I mean, he's seventh on the list. What do you, what do you want him to say? Uh, is he better than anybody ahead of him? I don't, I don't really think so. John Franco is a longevity uh, case, but that has some value to it as well. And that's part of what Kenley Jansen's draw is, is, is longevity. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I can't, you, you can't put him above Lee Smith, Hoffman, Rivera. Right. Even, even, I mean, even Frankie Rodriguez was more dominant at his peak. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I think he's a, appropriately where he's at like longevity is a thing with closers and if you can do it it's really 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 impressive uh so respect to him as as much as i i hate to give respect to a former dodger so does he so does he fit above because i'm looking right now eric gagne only has 187 saves which is mind-boggling to me it's weak yeah that is like because in one year he had 82 but he wasn't a he wasn't a closer for he a good amount wasn't didn't he wasn't he a starter for a yeah, while and then yeah. kind of a relief guy mm-hmm. so yeah Gagne came up through the league and and had this superlative moment where he discovered something that made him 50 pounds heavier and threw 10 miles an hour harder similar to yeah. other heroes of mine you know uh the, <laughs> if you want to see something excellent go watch the Gagne Barry Bonds at bat oh my oh, yeah. god that was just power on power um, so you're saying Gagne was on the Roger Clemens like training regiment? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah. But I, I think we're also talking about like peaks versus like how do you compare like a peak dominant season with somebody like Mariano Rivera that had years that weren't super impressive but did it for almost 20 years? Like it, it's yeah. difficult. Um, yeah. Kenley Jansen, I think, has slumped along for a few years. And if he has this revival, then good for him. I think he's uh, tapering off, probably. I mean, age is going to catch up with everybody. But it looks like the pace he's at, he was under contract for another year at least. Looks like he's bound to move up a couple spots unless he loses that role. Um, you know, which I imagine he might even, like, go off to another team and get that role or something. So I think he's bound to move up a couple more spots over these guys kind of at 420, 424, stuff like that, which is pretty huge on our uh, classic players draft. Uh, my relief pitcher I drafted was Billy Wagner, and that's the guy right above him right now uh, who he'll likely pass as long as he doesn't get hurt. Uh, so I think that's a huge accomplishment to sneak up maybe potentially into the top five all-time in saves. Uh, going above a guy like Billy Wagner, uh, that's 
that's pretty huge in my mind. That goes like, whoa, he's like the real, real deal. Right. Can't touch Rivera. Can't touch Hoffman, uh, like you said already. But uh, there is something to be said about how long you can hold on to a role like that. Closers can get eaten up and spit out really quickly in the MLB. So a uh, great career. Yeah. I mean, he. I definitely was not expecting him to be on that. Li- like he, he just kind of crept up on there. But uh, regardless, I mean, yeah. Impressive. Very impressive. Um, and speaking of impressive, Otani. Otani's just passing the babe, like, in, like, incremental steps, right? Like, he passed the babe for the most strikeouts for a two-way player. That's crazy. Like, you're talking about the babe, and then this guy's just, like, slowly overtaking some of his records that have been around for for decades um i i mean i don't know i otani is a once in a generational kind of player um and it's exciting to see him play i want to know your thoughts more on otani passing the babe warren um what else is he going to do what what else is he going to pass up on the babe you're asking me how he's gonna what He's already passed the babe. This, there's never been anything like this before. I, I don't. I don't really understand the question because it seems like you're under <laughs> underestimating. So the, you think Otani? Otani. Otani is a better player than the babe right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. He's he's a better player than we've ever seen in the history of baseball. Wow. Period. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Like, You're talking about a fairly short career in MLB too, so like to be able to pass a guy in like volume metrics is insane. Right? You know, maybe. All right, but let's just throw this. Let's just throw this out there. What if Otani, God forbid, knock on wood, but what if he gets hurt? He's only right. 28. He could still come okay. back from an injury, especially and come back and pitch. You know, unless it's like particular to like the throwing arm or something. You know. Right. But like a, you know, if he gets hurt playing the field or something, like, pff, great, he can pitch even more than I yeah. guess. Like. Right. Yeah, is he is he going to be like seven? Like, if he had to choose one or the other, he would still be a six or seven WAR player from either side. But he's also right now both. And I think that your question, Matt, is underestimating how freaking superlatively awesome that is and how unique that is. Do you think he could be well? I think the babe is the goat right right now. So, I mean, you may, you may think Barry Bonds is the goat. Okay. I don't know who you think the goat is, but do you think Otani could be the goat or is he the goat already? No, no, he, he is already. Okay. Period. He, wow. he's, he's, the, he's the greatest show to ever play the game. Okay. It, like, no, we've never seen anything like this ever. Okay. In All right, well, then we'll just continue to watch him take over records at the Babe of Set and we'll just be in awe. And also, I read a little bit on ESPN that he could he could get $600 million, uh for his contract, which would be – that would be pretty – there would be a lot of taxes he'd have to pay on that. So, like, that would kind of suck. But I guess he'd be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, you'd, to- you'd totally not take it because of the taxes. <laughs> but right, to have exactly. 
I mean, like in California, like that's, you know, it's a big tax bill. You know. Where's that going to be though? Will it for sure be in California? How long? I I don't think he's stay. I don't. I think he's staying on the West Coast. I mean, first of all, the weather's better. Number one, and like for him, like to get over to Japan, it's a shorter flight. So like, I think he just stays on the West Coast somewhere. Um, but the Dodgers, I think, are the are. I would put the Dodgers up there for sure. Um, that's my hope and my dream and my two cents. <laughs> you never Warren, know. it's a nice look, nice looking ball, Warren. Um and speaking of I hope not, he goes to the Angels just to spite you, just to stay there. Like he's not staying at the Angels. It's just not it's just not a not realistic. I I think if the Angels were a good contending team, there would be a shot, but I just don't think that's yeah, a reality. Wait, but uh, it's been a minute since I've been on a baseball or since we talked about this at least, but we do have confirmation that the A's are moving to Vegas, right? That's like done deal. Mm, it's Au not contraire, my frere. Is that it's not happening not, now? It's not confirmed, but they bought a piece of land on like in Vegas, but it's not Warren maybe Warren, you probably know more than this than I do right now. To give, so, us the, yeah, give us the scope. Maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, okay. fill in any gaps that I missed. But they, they made a commitment to purchase a piece of land in Vegas uh, and never presented to the Nevada Council that required it an actual plan for the development of this area. And so mm. the politicians were like, hey, we don't have anything. So then Dave Cavill and Fisher are – oh my God, they're panicking. And they're like, okay, what other places can we get in Vegas? And they came to an agreement with the owner of the Tropicana. I think it's, I don't even want to say a name. I don't want to speculate. The owner of the Tropicana demolished the Tropicana and built a, a, a stadium there with a corresponding casino. But that's totally up in the air. And there is less certainty there than there ever was at Howard Terminal in Oakland. And now in <laughs> Oakland here, there's starting to be rumblings that, oh, my God, they might come back because they have no other options. Wow. It is an <laughs> absolute disaster. Well, oh, I can't. Man. The A's are pissed. Vegas is pissed. <sighs> it's, and the only people that, uh, you know, um, deserve to be pissed at are justifiably pissed at. It's Fisher and Cavill, and, and these guys need to sell the team, period. Well, I don't. I didn't corroborate this ahead of time, right? So that that I'm sure you're right about all you said. But let's just imagine for a moment they succeed in the relocation to Vegas or somewhere else, let's say. They can figure something out. Maybe it's even a few years out still, but they know it's going to happen. What a better way to turn around the worst franchise in baseball to sign like the marquee player. Like that would be nuts, right? So total fiction, total fan fiction there. But I mean, <laughs> let, let's just throw that in there for fun because that would be amazing. Kind of wherever they land, like Shohei, the franchise player on a new franchise could be interesting. Yeah, but let's keep in mind that when the Forbes article came out earlier this year that talked about the top five most profitable franchises in the MLB, the A's were on it. Their model of destroying their team and their product on the field is working for their ownership. And that is a it problem. sustainable long, long, long term. That's the real question. Because I, I mean, mean if they've been, games, they, oh. yeah, but they've been making money for a, like a, they've been profitable for a long time. I mean, like they've from, had little moments, right? They've had they've moments, had moments for the relevant. right? For sure, yeah. 
I mean, can but can the A's ever get to a place of, let's say the A's were a, a winning franchise, right? Are the A's ever going to, to the caliber of, of, of a franchise like even like the Giants or the Dodgers or or the Yankees, or the Red Sox? Like there's 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 there are those franchises that even if they suck, like they are still people are still going to the stadium. Um, they're still buying their everything, all their gear. Like the A's are not. I don't know if they're at that caliber. Even if they are winning, they're kind of like the Rays. You know. You know what I mean? Like it's. I don't know. I hear um, you, but a good relocation can go a long way. I mean, yes, I agree. If you think about like the football kind of most recent thing you compare that to is like the Broncos situation. Sign a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Who, you know, results were what the results were last year with Russell Wilson. Get a new owner, the owner of Walmart. Like you know, you have new money. Like you never know what just new ownership right. relocation will do. Sign Sean Payton out of retirement. One of the like the most like sought after head coaches in the league, and all of a sudden people are like Denver Broncos could be one of the best franchises in the game. You never know. Yeah. Um, and it only takes a few years to like build up that kind of notoriety with the right circumstances, if everything goes right. For sure. Spoken like a true Broncos fan. I am not a Broncos <laughs> fan, but uh, I am a Sean Payton fan, though. Sean Payton fan. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the A's. It's a big shakeup. Warren, you did fill us in, so thank you for that new information because we thought it was a locked, locked-in deal. But apparently the A's... Anything no, it's an is on the S, table. It's an S show. Oh, hey, boy. we could make that a part of today's show. Send the A's over to Japan. Make Shohei extra happy. Maybe he'll hey. take like the hometown discount. Now we're cooking. <laughs> and if you were looking for a segue to the next segment, I mean. There it is. And speaking of, we are going to get into the meat of our, of our show. So recently, uh, there was a series in Mexico City. Um when uh, the Giants played down there uh, with the pods, right? Yes, the pods. Um, and the Dodgers and just announced the pods and Dodgers, Padres, are going to be opening next year in South Korea. So between those two things happening, I only saw it fitting to do an international show where the MLB is going to be expanding to all we're already in North America, but there is South America or there is Central America in North America. So we're expanding to all seven continents. So we collectively as a group and also everyone that is watching, uh, we are going to build out a uh, MLB international teams, systems, operations. Um, and so that's what we're doing today. It should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be maybe a little strange and awkward because we're going to go to all seven continents. Um, but let's let's pull this up. Let's get this rolling. I'm going to add this. Um, all right. So uh, how it's going to work is we are just going to go in order uh, and we'll, we'll, we will pick where we want to place a team. So we're going to give each... Each uh, box will have a team name. Uh, we can add a location, and then we can dive into this a little bit more because the base baseball is expanding, and so we want to give baseball some ideas on where to expand to, some team I, team names, um, the whole the whole nine yards. Um, so I'm going to kick it over to Warren to lead us off. Um, where do you want to go uh, expand baseball? 
I would love to see baseball in Antarctica. Antarctica. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not well, sure how this would work. I think the power expenditure necessary to heat a stadium. Maybe you could like drill it into the ice. Um, but I, I, I think the Antarctican penguins, you know, have a real shot of and, uh, taking taking the cup this year. Antarctican penguins. I spell penguins correct. I hope. I yeah, know. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Antarctican penguins. Okay, nice. I like it. So, where are the Antarctican penguins playing? Like, what? Give me their like the stadium that they're going to be playing in. Well, it like I said, it's drilled out of ice, okay. and uh, every, everybody has to bring their own uh, seal fur blanket. Otherwise, you kind of freeze to death. Uh, and and really, the only people that watch the games are the scientists uh, that you know make their way out of the bubbles that they're in in Antarctica because Antarctica. Okay, maybe in the outfield, I could see like ice fishing, like in that not in the outfield, but like you know, for an activity for the kids to do, it would be like ice fishing. You know, instead of the slide and at the giant stadium doing a little ice. Yeah, yeah. To- oh, totally. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. So you have vendors in the outfield in there, and they're pulling up uh, what is it, Antarctican cod, and right. you get a fro- you get a frozen cod sandwich. <laughs> awesome! I love it. All right, uh, moving on, Casey. Where are we expanding the bigs? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and take an easy one here, uh, okay. Warren. Thank you for for breaking the ice. If you will, <laughs> come on now. You think I wasn't going to take a gimme? Uh, um, yeah. I, I'm going to switch up a little bit from your lead and go to somewhere uh, a little bit more feasible. Maybe let's go to Europe, Matt. Okay. And I'm going to say, you know, over in Europe, basically the countries are kind of like states there. I think we need a whole country behind the teams, maybe not a city. Uh, so I'm going to go with the France frogs. Okay. France frogs. Okay. Now I think that the you if you want to go just to a, a city, you know, you could go Paris frogs, I guess, but it's hard to pass up the alliteration of France with the frogs. Um, you know, at first glance, you might think, you know, that's that's a pretty American-looking view of of France. You know, we kind of call them frogs. You know, kind of kind of hopefully fondly. That's how we're using that terminology. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, France frogs makes a lot of sense. I mean, as far as I know, they do eat frog legs. I think that is accurate. And uh, again, the alliteration. That's great. Uh, it lends itself to a, a color scheme already, green and something. Uh, so you got a lot of stuff already in the making there. Plus, you know, it, even if it is kind of an American nickname for the French, you're going to need that in, in expanding. You know, it's still an American sport. You're going to need some fans from America to jump on board the bad the bandwagon, at least to start it off. There's not probably going to be enough fans of baseball in France to kind of, you know, match up against like the Yankees or something, let's say like a, a big fan base. So uh, something that's kind of playful like this, I think it does really well. They could probably play somewhere like the, uh, you know, the lily pad or something. I don't know. You know, so you get, get cutesy with <laughs> that. The game, you know? I like that. I like that. Yeah. You that's know, the, the, something like that. Uh, yeah. I think I provided enough of the franchise details there. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's good. I like that. Um, all right. I'm going to expand to, uh, South America. We're going to go to Chile. We're going to go to Chile and we're going to go with the, the chili uh, dogs, the chili dogs, 
We're going with the chili dog. You took oh, it wow. right out of my mouth. Oh boy. Chilean chili dogs. <laughs> All right. So the Chilean chili dogs. Um we are we got some chili dogs, obviously the ballpark. Um first a South American team. Um I this country has just I, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity here for expansion in in uh in Chile. Also, um, just breaking breaking the ice in in the South America region. Um, it'd be it, it would be it would be good it would be a good place to have a baseball team. That's what I can say. Yes. But what um, are they going to sell at the concession stand? I mean, chili dogs. Oh, we're going chili dog. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Chili dogs. Um, all the Chilean food that you can think of too. Yeah. I don't know we'll the sell- state. I I I, w- I would want the stadium to be on the water though. Um, mm. it's got to be on the water since since they are on the water. Um, so that's something I can definitely think of. Um, you got the option in yeah. Chile to uh to have a really high elevation stadium too. So don't forget about that. That's they have a lot of mountains. True. If you want to kind of and that me- and that means a lot of home runs. Stats. That's what yeah. I mean. If you if you want yeah, that yeah. those kind of numbers for your your right. home team, right. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, it would be definitely a a high home run uh, territory. Um, all right, Warren, where are we going? Uh, we are going down under to okay. Australia, mm. and we are going with the Outback Drop Bears. Outback Drop Bears. Drop Bears. You don't know about Drop Bears. Oh, you don't I, know about I, drop bears? I I need some. I need to know about this. You just don't walk in the outback because they're up in the trees and they drop on you. Oh yes, okay. Wow, are we talking like I don't know what they are either? Are these like koala-sized <laughs> bears or? Oh no, they're they're bear bears. They're bear bears that drop oh. down from above. They're drop. Yep, drop bears. Mm-hmm. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> Well, we know what their mascot's going to be for sure. Yeah. It's going to be a surprise, is what it's going to be. Mm. So, where, one. what city are we? Uh, what are we going to? Oh no, the Outback is not a city. It's just a large expanse of territory where you might oh. find drop bears. So we're they gonna aren't even going to. They aren't even going to tell the opposing team where the stadium is. You got to find it in the Outback first before you even get a chance to play. Obviously, yeah. yeah there's there's no roads. You just drop a pin, and then. All of a sudden, you you exit all of the cacti and trees that have drop bears, and wow, there's a magical field. And um, <laughs> yeah, you play a baseball game, and hopefully, you get out alive. Wow. Okay. This is uh, we're we're really giving some MLB some some good insight on what to expand to. <laughs> um, Casey, where are we going? Um, hopefully, somewhere where we can find the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i was actually thinking that maybe we'll go you know I, I, let's go to asia let's go to okay. asia um i actually I, I triggered some inspiration when i mentioned the high elevation that mm. you could have in chile i'm gonna go with something i'm gonna go with in the himalayas let's go with the himalayan hackers because oh they're gonna be dropping bombs i mean we are only picking up power hitters on this squad 
they are founding the franchise on the basis that you know we're going to have your like your Adam Duns, your 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 Kyle Schwarber's, like the guys were like it's kind of home runner bust, honestly. Like you just you can bat a buck eighty, that's fine. That's kind of the team average, honestly. But we slug like you know up there with like the top of the league. Uh, we 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 try to average about thirty five home runs, you know, per player per starter on the roster, like per year. Uh, at a minimum, basically, actually. So, uh, yeah, the whole premise is you're you're hitting the long ball. All the merch will be designed around hitting home runs. Uh, let's see, what does that mean for the concession stand? You're like you're dropping like a like a, a I don't know. I, I need I need help, guys. What what do they have the concession stand at the Himalayan Hackers? Uh, well, Himalayan I mean, it's probably in the highly contentious region between Pakistan and India. So I would imagine some you know mortar shells and. Um, okay. <laughs> interesting concessions <laughs> okay uh okay. i could see some like chicken tiki masala probably okay okay yeah maybe something with a little himalayan sea salt i don't know yes I... definitely absolutely it's really stretching here at this point yeah um hmm interesting there were yeah i we we got some places to go for some home run derbies that's all i can say we're gonna have opposing sure. teams players just passing out on the field like it's going to be too high elevation <laughs> like somebody's going down it's a matter of how many from the other team our guys just like they you know they they do all the like the, the legal stuff you can do but they're, they're up there as high as you can get like swapping out blood if that's legal i don't know well they're gonna really ride the line of what's legal and not legal uh as far as mlb goes that sounds like the most intense home field advantage i have ever heard of <laughs> thank you that is if you're not going to design um, a new franchise around having serious home field advantage, I don't know what we're doing. So right, all right. So I'm going to go to uh, I'm going to go North America. Um, we're that now. This is in North America, uh, Costa Rica. It's still it's consider it's Central America, but it's still in the northern part. Um, so I'm going to go. So I was there for a little while, so I know about Costa Rica. Um, so I'm going to go the Costa Rica, Costa Rican plantains. Okay. Plantains. I don't know if everyone knows about what plantains are, but they come from the banana, uh, the banana family. Fantastic. If you ever go to Costa Rica, you got to get plantains. It's kind of like the Savannah bananas, right? You know, I, you guys know about the Savannah bananas? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of going off of that, but with a little Costa Rica flavor. Um, uh, obviously, the, the mascot is, is. I know your contained. rival team. And whenever you're done, I'm prepared to present it to you. Oh, okay. Well, who's my rival team? I'm going to South America. Okay. The rival team for Matt's Costa Rican plantains is the South American uh, water current inheritor of the runoff of your sunscreen. <laughs> so, okay. they, uh, South American uh, sunscreeners. Sunscreeners. Okay. Sunscreeners. Mm, interesting. And what is... Uh, What's their SPF at? Well, it's diluted uh, mm. by the Pacific Ocean. Uh, okay. 
or sorry, by the Atlantic, uh, yeah, by, by the Pacific Ocean. And uh, so I, I think on average, like 0.5, but I mean, dude, I, I've seen you work, you over apply. So it might go as far up as like a 1.5 SPF after migrating all the way from Costa Rica down to South America, maybe around mm. Chile. There could be another rivalry down in, uh, with the Chilean uh, chili dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that expansion sunscreeners. I definitely would be the main mascot, like the sponsor of the of them for sure. Oh my god! I would, yeah. I would, I would just be promoting sunscreen everywhere. Yeah, that's. Mm, I like that. Thank you, Warren, for incorporating me into that expansion. Um, <laughs> Casey, I know you got something special lined up. I got something. Uh, okay. How special it is, we can decide. Actually, this one's <laughs> a little bit of a cheat code, but I it, okay. you know, per, per the rules laid out ahead of time, I believe this this fits, and there's maybe some fans already that could go along with this franchise. Uh, okay. I'm going to go to North America here, okay. and while it is maybe skirting the spirit of the rules, uh, I'm going to expand to Boise, Idaho. Oh, Boise Blazers, the team from our Hunt and Dubs series on this channel. Oh. Uh, like I said, we already have some fans of the Boise Blazers. Uh, we just had a home okay. run derby yesterday for that squad and uh, went pretty well. Fans were pretty excited with that. Uh, they have a nice like blue slash light blue color scheme already. Uh, if you want to see what those jerseys look like, you know, check out the Hunt and Dubs series on this channel. Uh, and, you know, they're going to be all things fire based. This is like a speedster based team. You know, the Blazers, they're, they're going to be running quick. Uh, you need three outfielders that are basically all like just stud center fielders. Like no balls dropping in the outfield. That's that's what we're doing here. It's all speed and uh, and, and defense, basically reminiscent of my uh, my my classic player draft team as well here. This one this one really hits home. I'm from Idaho uh, originally for anybody who doesn't know. So taking up the uh, the old U.S. expansion. I wanted to get there before somebody else tried it. So. Boise Blazers. Good to hear. Good to hear. No nice. balls dropping the outfield. So you got child labor up in that, or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna have children <laughs> running around in the outfield. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, does is there are there any minor league teams that are close that you know? Not of? particularly. Uh, I mean, really, the uh, there's the Spokane. I do believe they're still called the Spokane Indians. Um, okay. They're still behind the times on that one. Uh, I don't know. They're not a very serious. I mean. Sorry if you're on the Spokane Indians, but as far as I know, I think they're a single A team, if I'm not mistaken. I don't really know, honestly. Uh, nothing crazy. Not not any high, super high level baseball around here. Obviously, you got like the Rockies down in Colorado. Right, you got the Mariners right. over in Washington. Kind of a void up there. You might say there's not enough population, but people will fly in to watch the Blazers play because their style of ball is so fun to watch. So fair enough. No worries. There. Fair enough. I'm looking forward to seeing the Blazers in person. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm kind of not piggybacking off of the Blazers at all, but I'm going over, I'm going to Europe and I'm going to Italy because uh, I've been there. It's nice. I like, uh, I like things over in Italy, especially the Parmesan cheese. So I'm going with the Italian uh parmigiano oh my god <laughs> so actually here's a fun fact they in italy in parma there there is baseball um there's an italian baseball league that actually uh 
so in World War II, when the American troops were in Italy, they taught Italians uh, how to play baseball. So that was the expansion in, in Italy. Uh, and in Parma, there is Italian baseball. So they're sprinkled. And they're in the WBC. So I only thought, you know, saw that fitting. Um, but I, I feel like this team is going to be a little bit on the bigger side because they eat a lot of pasta. Um, obviously, like the we're bringing in like the full nine, the full nine yards for the food, all Italian. Uh, and then we'll have we'll have designated parking for the Ferraris, the Maseratis, the Bugattis, the Lamborghinis. So if you have one of those uh, cars and you get your own designated uh, area um, it, and the stadium would be um, like top notch. Uh, architectural Italian style. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, real quick before we pass over to Warren, uh, we are doing a giveaway on this show for every 25 likes on the video. We're doing a $25 gift card. Uh, if we don't hit that for some reason, we are going to be doing a giveaway, but it'll be on playback. You can join us over there right now if you want to and have two screens up, uh, but we'll be going there after the show is over. Uh, we are doing a giveaway there. Um, and I will kick it over to Warren. Oh, guys, the next team, we're moving over to Africa. Oh, here we go. We have... Speaking of minor league teams, we have the <laughs> South African Emerald Miners. Now, they only play against minor league teams despite having a outsized payroll. And, uh, you know, over the last five years, they're 92-0 and 0, uh, playing against other minors, uh, minor leaguers, excuse me. Uh, and, yeah, they, they always start the game on third base. Hmm. Okay. Do we know? Um, okay. I like that. You know, what? one thing I'm realizing when we're talking about all these different teams in, around the world is like, what is the travel situation going to be? Like, they're schedule. we got to figure out a schedule. Like, we're not flying all over the world all the time. So are we staying? Like, we got to figure that out. I'm just thinking, you know, in the sake of, making sure that we're easy on our players traveling around the world. I guess we would just stay in one continent and you just play all the continents. Like everyone would go to one continent and then play each other and then move to another continent. Is that how you guys maybe would think about it? Hmm. I'd say you're the, the uh, commissioner of baseball at this point. And that's okay. up to you to figure okay. that part out, Matt. I mean, that's what I'm going with. I think everyone flies to a continent and we do like tournaments and then we go to other continents because flying all over the globe, like that would just be not, not that would be. Well, what about the Antarctican Penguin Stadium that's carved out of ice in Antarctica? I mean, how, how are you going to not play there? Yeah. No, you'll play there, but everyone's going to go to Antarctica. Like, mm. at, we're going to play a tournament there, and then we will go to another, we will go to another continent. Because otherwise, you're traveling, your, tra your travel schedule is like a complete mess, you know? That's I'm just I, trying. That's I'm just trying to put together new exciting uh, franchises for the league. You know, I'm going to let the league decide how we're going <laughs> to make this stuff work. You know, okay. we're just trying to sell tickets here. All right. All right. We're just trying to sell tickets. All right. Uh, South African Emerald Miners. Casey, you are up with our next team. 
Yeah, let's head back on over to Australia. Going to go okay. with something a little chalkier here. Uh, we got some of the outrageous ones out of the way already. Going to go some with go something that could actually work here. I'm going to go with the Sydney Sharks. You know, I don't know that sharks are super prevalent down there, but I'm just going to assume they are. You know, there's a lot of ocean surrounding Australia. I don't know if you guys know that. And I don't know about mm. you, but I have seen Finding Nemo. And I'm going to assume <laughs> that all the stuff that was accurate. And I'm pretty sure they had some sharks swimming around Sydney, Wallaby Way, Dory, Mar all those guys. They were talking about it all. We saw sharks around there. The good sharks, bad sharks. I don't know. They're going to have like a mean shark logo or a silly shark logo. I don't know. Uh, but we're obviously going to sell like fried like sticks of shark. Like we're just going to fillet <laughs> sharks, fry them and put them on a stick, I think. And that's going to be I keep bringing it to the concession stands. Maybe I'm hungry. I haven't had dinner yet. Maybe that's why I keep going to the concession spin. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to go with the Sydney Sharks. And uh, yeah, we're going to sell uh, fried shark at the, uh, at the concession stand. So. Beautiful. Love it. Um, all right. I think this is testing my geography a little bit. Um, but well, let me think about this for a second. Yes. Japan is in Asia, correct? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. A million percent. Bet my life on that one. <laughs> All right. I'm just making sure. Uh, all right. So we're going to Japan. Um, and what else do they have in Japan but the sushi? So we're going with the Japanese. Japanese mm, sushis. Uh, this obviously is a very talented team. Um, probably Otani's playing there, uh, and we got sushis, and we already have stadium built. Built. We we have the whole nine nine yards already squared away, so there's not much work that needs to be done in terms of PR um, and best sushi uh, in the league. So let's go, Warren. You're up. All right, it's time to recognize the bad boys of the international league. We're going to South America. We're going to do the uh, Brazilian Chevrons. Ooh. Chevrons. Now, yeah. this team, their toxicity just leaks out across the league, unfortunately. Now, they're good at what they do, but that doesn't mean that they're good. So their primary rivals are pretty much everybody in terms of longevity. <laughs> Uh, they also uh, are known to subversively hire private investigators to smear people that might write accurate articles about them. Hmm. So, Brazilian Chevrons. Cool. like it. Uh, Casey, you are up. Yeah, I'm going to uh, – this one's, this one's a package deal with the team I already said. Uh, you know, the Boise okay. Blazers would be nothing to this new MLB if we didn't bring along their rival team from South America to finish up the continent. Uh, we're going to go with the Lima lemurs from Peru, Lima, Peru. Uh, it's the second biggest city in South America. So it makes sense, you know, population wise going to sell a lot of tickets, about 9 million people living in Lima these days. Uh, like I said, that's, that's the second biggest city. Uh, Lima lemurs, you know, the long tailed little uh, primates. I don't know I mean, what they are. Yeah. Are, are they or are the they? Lima with an I, Matt. 
Yeah, I know. I'm. I. I know. I know. I'm. I'm doing some Lima, lemurs. You said. Yeah, lemur with an e. There you go. And a u. Yeah, it's a weird looking u, but it's okay. You know. Uh, you know. Yeah. There you go. There it is. There we go. Lima lemurs. I'm. I'm still stuck. Are they primate or like almost like a a rodent? It's kind of. It's. It's kind of. I think they are a primate though. Yeah. So, smart team. Uh, you know they're. I, I don't know what the lifeblood, like what the, the, the whole essence of this franchise is. Uh, we're going to let the people of Lima decide this one because there's enough fan power there where the fans are really going to be the, uh, you know, the, the whole spirit of the team here. So they, they don't need any American, North American influence on this one. They, they, they know baseball well enough in Peru. Uh, it's where it's going to be very true to Peru year one right out of the gate. This place is like exciting. That's a great, great pick. Um, I have to piggyback off of my Japanese sushis uh, with my Russian spies. <laughs> I know that is not related at all, but I mean, it is only fitting, right? That we are going with the Russian spies. Obviously, these guys are for sure cheating all the time. <laughs> They are bringing out the full the full gamut of trying to cheat and get away with stuff, um, and it's definitely kind of it's cold. This is in Saint Petersburg, by the way. Uh, it's cold. You got to wear your mink coat to the stadium. Um, Naturally, yeah, obviously. Maybe see some guest celebrity guests. Maybe like a Putin or something will pop in once in a while. Say what up. Maybe have a shirt on, shirt off. Who knows. You know, he'll maybe do the first pitch, actually. Do the first pitch. Um, so, uh, yeah, Russian spies. Well, I imagine uh, nobody else on the planet is going to have say in whether or not he's throwing out the first pitch or not if it's going down in Russia. So <laughs> yeah, I imagine he's throwing out a lot of first pitches if he likes baseball. <laughs> that's very true. All right, Warren, kick it over to you. Um, let's see. Can we go back to Antarctica? I mean, we got to get okay. four teams there, right? Yeah, yeah. We got the penguins. How about the Antarctic? Uh, golly, what? Are they? Uh, leopard seals. There we go. Those are the most terrifying beasts. They live in an incredibly harsh environment and are just humongous. Oh, and they lose? eat the penguins. So there's natural rivalry there. The, the their home stadium is actually carved out of ice and is underwater. So when the penguins come in, the leopard seals just just demolish them they have a great home field advantage it, it's really terrifying to watch sorry Natural guys, know, uh... we're gonna mute matt for a second there he, he can't hear us so he's just kind of talking over everything so matt you can unmute yourself when you can you guys you hear me that there. i can hear you can you hear me that's really weird all right we're gonna mute matt again yeah sounds like some natural <laughs> rivals to me warren uh those those penguins are not gonna be happy especially after they found out they're the first expansion team in antarctica now that you're introducing like their natural <laughs> predators, uh, that's that's not very nice. Matt, do we have you back now? Uh, can you hear me? We can yep. hear you. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just I'm going with no no AirPods, but I'm back. Uh, sorry, Juan, right. what was uh, Antarctic? Uh, what was that? Leopard seals. Leopard. I think that's what they are. Uh, they're terrifying. Go, go down a YouTube rabbit hole about those creatures. Oh, my goodness. Um, is it me or Casey? Who's up? I think Back to me. you, Matt. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Okay. I got to do uh, 
<clears throat> let's do the hmm. oh dang it you already picked that um and i gotta uh, i'm trying to think of let's do uh -oh. the i know i'm, I'm having a moment uh, -oh. uh the african and uh, am I, why am I blanking on this? The African swallow. What is the average? You know, when you go on an African, like, um, like two, like, uh, when you're on the car and you're, you're driving through, I'm totally having a blank right now. Like you're not a cruise, but you like on a, no. Okay. Road trip. Not nah, Yeah. But a drive, but it's like through the jungle. Safari. Safari, yes. Okay. Oh. African safaris. All right. Safaris. All right. The, safaris, the spelling yeah. might be a little suspect on this document, <laughs> work thing, but hey, I'm not. Uh, telling you. I'm a safari. Let's see. Uh, well, we're gonna keep it. Uh, African safaris. So obviously, this is in like the safari. We got all different types of creatures going on here. The emerald uh, miners have been riding your safaris for ages. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Warren, I think it is up to you. I think we. I think it's me actually. I think oh, okay. I, he's very, yeah. So uh, let's let's kick it. Let's see. Where do we need one? Do we still need one in? Yeah, we only have two in North America. I'll grab one there. One more here in North America. We won't cheat and go U.S. again here. We'll okay. uh, we'll we'll actually treat this as it was meant to be get some central america teams that are technically north america in here um you know i know mexico city is huge one of the the nearest big cities to mexico city has a really cool name and i thought it'd be just as good as anything to build a franchise off of let's go to guadalajara little little west Ooh. mexico city let's go with some more alliteration because why not uh this is going to be one of those silly teams like the detroit tigers guess what guys hate to break it to you there's no tigers in detroit uh, we're going to go with the Guadalajara gorillas because if you're going to pick an animal to be your mascot, you might as well go as intimidating as possible. A la the tigers. So yeah, they also did the lions too. They double dipped. It's super weird yeah. to me, honestly, like even like something that. like the bears. I'm like, there's probably been bears in Chicago at some point. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Right. So oh, uh, I, I, I think it's weird when a city double dips, but as far as I know, Guadalajara doesn't have any silly sports teams yet. So let's add one. Let's go Guadalajara Gorillas. And uh, nice. yeah, I mean, obviously they're going to play in the jungle. Like that's the name of the stadium. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. Warren, you are up, sir. I'm going to finish off North America right here. Okay. We got the Oakland Ghosties. Oh, okay. My squad. Here we go. We, um, we, where do you play? I don't know if I can say it, but we F. We play College Alameda. We got, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got a bunch of loud ass guys, and uh, we have a good time out there. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure gorillas would beat us up, but we blaze and we eat plantains. So maybe second in the division. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so, I have to, let's see. I know I'm thinking at this moment because we're going kind of fast. Um, a dangerous pastime, I know. 
Um, I have to go with. I'm going. I'm going North Korea. By the way, because we already wow. got Russia, so we got North Korea. Okay. Uh, North Korean barbecue. Here we go. <laughs> so if you've had if you've had barbecue, Korean barbecue, you know it's bomb. So we're just in North Korea. Uh, barbecue barbecues. We'll go North Korean barbecues. So where you're Matt, hacking when... up Russian spies and yeah. eating them as sushi. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think Matt's hungry too, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, wait, Matt, so does that mean when you drive past a Korean barbecue place, mm-hmm. your mind immediately goes like, clearly we got that from North Korea. For sure. That's... 100%. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, that checks out. That checks out. Right. Yeah. 100%. All right. Yeah, I think we switched the order up at one point, yeah. but I think I'm due here. Let's go to definitely the hardest one here in Antarctica. Um, also, hate hate to do it to you. You're missing a sea in Antarctica. Uh, it's not, not a big deal, uh, but I'd be remiss not to bring it up. Getting far too many spelling errors for, for my uh, OCD. Uh, but actually, I, I searched Google for some cool places okay. in Antarctica in antarctica and uh there's a place called paradise bay that looks like a vacation spot that you'd never know is in antarctica it was given its name by some whalers uh, back in like Ooh. 19 something or other a long time ago 1920 who were working in the vicinity so i'm gonna you know they're gonna be the namesake here it's gonna be the paradise bay whalers in right. antarctica it's a very tourism driven town so while you're in for your vacation come see a game uh yeah that's it. Maybe Perfect. we give away free game tickets with like every hotel room booked because I imagine you need some incentive incentive to go down to uh, Antarctica on vacation. For sure, I like it. Paradise Bay Whalers. Okay. Um, am I up now? Spelling right there. Um, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. There's no spell check in in, uh, in in the sheet, so I grew up on spell check. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Oh, I know. I need to change this. There, uh, dice. There we go. There you go. Um. All right. My. I am up. Uh, let's stay with Australia. Um. I'm gonna go with the Australian. Uh, wild boar. Hmm. Australian wild boar. Oh man, you, you are hungry. Yeah, wow. you don't see them um, often, but they are around, and you don't want to mess with them. Uh, and obviously, we got some boar uh, at the stadium, so I'll leave it at that. So um, yeah, some some pulled pork sandwiches or something like for that. Sure. For sure, yeah. Uh, Warren, you are up, sir. All right, uh, we are going to go to the wide open spaces in Africa. We are going to go with the Saharan Wanderers. Oh my goodness, you are really testing my spelling here. Saharan Wanderers? Wanderers, like you wander in the middle of the desert, like John Wick, come on. Okay. Uh, Like Moses. Right. Or like Moses. Um, Matt, you've heard about Moses, right? I've heard a few things about him. <laughs> okay, I'm probably going to butcher this spelling, so... <laughs> Almost we'll... definitely. Okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Both words, too. That is just dog-ass. Wow, <laughs> man. 
that was all right this is what you get when you deal with someone who struggles with spelling <laughs> yeah but you know like your people wandered through the desert for seven years and you can't right. spell wandering well i put it in google um and this is what came out wonders that's ed shireen's wonders i, I don't <laughs> know if this is helpful wanders wanders i'm just gonna leave it like that he'll, he'll get there he'll wow get anyways uh they, they my team here doesn't have a stadium we make our stadium wherever we are we okay. we have 60 foot six inch measurements 90 foot measurements we just make a make a field you hit it over the sand dune maybe it's a home run maybe if you're slow i throw you out matt got it um Got you, Matt. I got you, Matt. We fixed okay. it. No, Whew. good now. Thank you. I mean, I, I didn't look oh, it yeah. up, but I feel more confident that I, I I'm closer if I'm wrong on anything there. Uh, we'll 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 run with that one. Yeah. Um, All right. Next up, we uh, you know, in the uh, in the inclusion based world we live in now, you know, we're expanding this MLB by so many teams, and we haven't even gotten into like the representation types of talks. People don't only need to be represented geographically. They need to be represented by like ways of life, all types of different things. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the, the LGBTQ team their first like official Ooh. MLB team. Okay. Um, I think they'll embrace this. Um, I guess I could have tried to go with... Uh, maybe we should still try to do that. Let's... Uh, yeah, let's... Let's go with a... Um, yeah, let's go with the the island off of Africa. We'll go back to Africa. Mm -hmm. The Madagascaran rainbows. I'm gonna go with the rainbows here, and they're gonna be uh, like I said, they're 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 a tiny island, a pretty good sized island, but I can't imagine it's very populated. Didn't look up the population. Again, they're gonna need some American fan base to kind of help launch this franchise, and why not get? One of the, you know, most popular, you know, plenty of celebrities could endorse this, uh, would definitely back up the opportunity to endorse this new franchise, the Madagascar and Rainbows. Uh, and, and they're, they're going to be the, the most astonishing, like, new team in Africa. They're really going to, to set the pace here. Uh, again, being that they're on an island, they're going to have a massive home, home field advantage. That's going to be a deterrent for even the other African fans to travel the other african team's fans to travel over there so they're gonna really they're gonna have rainbows literally all over the stadium it's gonna be just rainbows as far as the i can see the fans they're gonna roll out rainbow uh banners uh from one deck down to the other just you can't go overboard with this franchise i like it, I like it. very uh very in with the times right now i like it. thank you i mean with so many yeah. teams we're adding how, how did we not right. think of this earlier uh, yeah all right. Uh, why why I landed on Madagascar? I don't know. I don't yeah. know, but I did. I, I think it's clever. I think it's clever. Um, I I am going to round out uh, Antarctica, and I'm going to finish it off with the icebergs. Um, so the Antarctican icebergs. Um, obviously, we're probably playing on a on a Titanic. Uh, whoops. Uh, type of stadium. Um, I don't know why that's doing the small font. Uh, let me see here. Just type this out. Dart. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
No, I messed no, up. No, no, no. That that Antarctic and icebergs. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this is fun, huh? I'm an iceberg. There we go. Uh, the icebergs were playing on a uh, Titanic type of stadium, um, surrounded by icebergs. Uh, we also have. Ice, like um, the ICs, we got everything type of icy that's going on, like the the little snow cone, snow cone ICs, um, and yeah, we just want to we want to crush it. We are we are want to crush it in Antarctica. All right, and last but not least, Australia. Who's got? Uh, we it? do have we have more empty spots than that. We uh, do. We do. Oh my we do. goodness. Okay, I can fill up one of those Europe ones. I got a Europe okay. one. Okay. In my back pocket. Okay. But whoever's Shoot. next is. Oh, shoot it now? Yeah, let's oh, go. Yeah. All right. It finally struck me, and this one feels really right. You know, uh, we got France represented, Ital Italy, uh, the Italians. That's all kind of Southern Europe right now, or at least Western, Southwestern Europe. Uh, I'm not going to trade over into East Europe here. Uh, a little, uh, little bit going on there, in case you didn't know uh, right now. So we're going to head up into Scandinavia, up where it's nice and safe. Lots of nice people up there booming population they need a team up there as well what better area than sweden and Ooh. the franchise is going to be called the swedish fish nice nice sponsored obviously by the candy and uh yeah again color oh, scheme red not the band not the band fish i mean that they can they provide all the walkout music for the players okay. so okay. yeah okay cool i like it um, Warren, you got Australia or Europe? Those are our only two spots. Well, I, I'm going to go with Europe's perennial, uh, I guess, whipping post, you'd call it the French white flags. Uh, so known France to... has two teams. Oh, yes. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. So you said the, the uh, French white flags? Yes, that's right. The French white flags. They are known to crumple like a cheap house of cards mm. okay unfortunately they have a long history and somehow are still hanging on but nevertheless push them and they'll give up <laughs> all right good stuff uh okay so i guess any of you guys want to take australia the last spot here i think that's all you man Okay. Uh, you may have to bear with me while I go. <laughs> I mean, we got uh, we, I mean, we got wallabies, we got kangaroos, wildfires, we got dingoes, yeah, giant spiders. Everything mm -hmm. wants to kill you and is terrifying snakes. in Australia. Yeah. I like the Australian. Uh, I like the Australian snakes. Or you do the Australian can crusher, which is the Australian women you meet at a bar that you're really interested in, but they have no interest and they just leave serendipitously. And you're just like, "What happened?" This is a family-friendly oh, yeah, show, Warren. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it with the Australian snakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the idea, good idea, but I'm gonna veto that. Australians, Australian snakes. Um, I think we're done, guys. This was, let me tell you, this was, uh, this was a stretch for all of us. <laughs> um, well, uh, I hope that MLB takes some of our ideas, at least maybe, uh, you know, considers it as they expand around the globe uh, to other countries. Um, but this was fun. This was, this was different. Um, 
and yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with MLB expanding to other countries. It's exciting, uh, and there may very well be uh, teams in other countries uh, besides Canada uh, in the near future. Um, so let's see. Uh, we are going to Casey. Do we have how many likes are we looking at on the? on the video right now let's see here it looks like it's going to be a ten dollar gift card today okay. so we are going to be doing a uh giveaway on playback so if you are not on playback right now uh we're going to give you a little bit of time to head over to playback the link is in the description uh and we are going to do a ten dollar giveaway uh to uh mlb shop um guys thanks for coming on i know this was a stretch for all of us, but I did I did feel it was appropriate just because MLB is expanding to other countries. Um, and in all seriousness, I'll give some time to, to head over there. What like serious talk? What country do you think would be the most like realistic country that we that MLB could expand to? Well, um does Canada count? There's no Canadian teams left in the league, right? No, so, there are. There's uh, the the Blue Jays. Oh yeah, duh. There's the Blue Jays. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the Expos were gone, so there's nothing left. Yeah. Um. Then I'd go like probably. I don't know. I'll say UK just to to leave other okay. answers out there, even though okay. I don't know if that's the right one. Okay. We didn't even have a UK team. Yeah. See, there we go. Maybe Warren. France. Let's go. I'll go. I'll put my official uh France because we put two of them in there. Okay. Bound to take one of those good ideas. Warren, are you thinking France too is like a possible realistic option? I mean, the AL they East gave us the has... Statue of Liberty. Jeez, <laughs> right? Yeah, they they, they love baseball. AL East needs a bad team, so maybe uh, the white flags would fit in well. No, I, I think Mexico, man. Um, I think Mexico, yeah, that's, that's a logical place to go. I Although mean, I like I like the idea of uh, of expanding games like the NFL is doing, playing in South Korea and playing in England, but it's different when you have. 162 game season and it takes two days to get there so right that's a that's a weird scheduling trip yeah well if planes could speed up a little bit then we could solve that problem that's a whole nother podcast man they totally can we'll have elon we'll have elon uh as a guest for that for that episode talk about how planes can increase speed yeah the owner of the south african diamond miners (laughs) we we should talk about the team um guys thanks for coming on the show appreciate you guys uh we're doing our giveaway on playback so if you have not had um gone over there yet make sure you head over there now uh and we will be back for another baseball episode next week it'll be a good one so you don't want to miss it and uh thanks all for joining and we will see you all later bye now